0: $100 MBA Show, the business podcast that guarantees to give you something that you can use every single day to have a better business on your hands. With our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhom. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA a complete business training and community online. Make sure you check out our freebies over at 100mba.net. we got a free full video course as well as five full complete guides for you to download completely for free. Today's episode is a must-read episode. In our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that has greatly impacted me as an entrepreneur. I share with you some of the takeaways from the book, some of the insights. I also share with you concrete examples of how those insights impacted me and our business. Today's must read is The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. I can't think of a book that is more well-known in the business section. Stephen Covey has sold 15 million copies of this book. The audio version alone has sold over 1.5 million copies. It's been translated in over 38 different languages. And to be quite honest, it's one of those books that everybody agrees that you should read. Everybody from Tony Robbins to Bill Clinton to Oprah Winfrey. But today I'm going to share with you how the book and its insights can help you as an entrepreneur. How can it help your business directly? Speaking of business, let's get down to business. Today's episode of the Hundred Dollar MBA Show is sponsored by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for a simple payment solution, you need to check out Braintree. With one simple integration, you can offer your customers every way to pay. Period. To learn more and for your first fifty thousand dollars in transactions completely fee free, go to BraintreePayments.com/mba. That's BraintreePayments.com/mba. Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was first published in 1989, and the purpose of Covey writing this book was to do something he calls highlighting what true north is for people that want to be successful. What he means by true north is, how can I highlight or how can I point out the most important principles of character when it comes to effective people or people that are successful? Now, before Stephen goes into the seven habits, he actually talks about this concept of a paradigm shift. He talks about you have to be able to see things in a different way in order for you to start becoming successful. He says in order to be able to absorb these concepts of the seven habits, you need to change the way you see things in the world, or you need to be willing to see things in a different light. And he gives some examples of this, and he actually gives some visuals He illustrates this with an image that he presents of a young, beautiful woman. It's a drawing. But that same image, he highlights some features and he says, if you look at it this angle, it's actually an old, ugly woman. The point here is is that he's saying you can look at one thing and see it completely differently if you shine the right light on it. Now, this is important in business because you can look at a business idea and say, wow, this is a horrible idea. I don't see how this could be effective at all. But then somebody highlights certain areas or shows you how they will market this business or show you where the value actually is and you're like, wait a minute, this actually is a brilliant idea. I just didn't see it before because I didn't see it from that perspective. The point here that Covey's making is keep your mind flexible. Don't be rigid in the way you see things. It'll allow you to have more interesting experiences and open you up to better ideas. All right, I want to jump into some of the seven habits he shares with us. Now he breaks down his seven habits into three categories. The first three are around the area of independence, moving you from dependence to independence as a creator, as a business person. The next three, habits four through six, all deal with interdependence, working with others, having synergy with others. And the last and seventh habit has to do with continuous improvement. And I'll share with you some of these habits and how it affected me as an entrepreneur. So habit number one is being proactive. He talks about winners, people that make it in life, people that are effective in what they do, those who are successful in business and otherwise. They're always looking for ways to do things. They're not always just sitting down and observing what's going on. They're proactive. They're getting things done. If at the end of the day, you look at what you've done and you haven't actually produced anything, something that you can point out and said I created that, whether that's a blog post or a product or a sales page, whatever it is. If you can't point at something, they need to reevaluate if you're being proactive on a daily basis. A lot of us, we get caught up in the research and making sure it's perfect, in the planning, in the analysis. What Stephen Covey saying is that the first habit of every effective person is that they don't get bogged down by that. They get to work, they roll up their sleeves, and they're proactive. This is something that really has helped me as an entrepreneur to keep this in mind. Whenever I feel like I'm in a rut or I feel like my business needs a boost the first thing I think of is how can I be proactive? What can I do? What can I sink my teeth in and get busy working on? Proactively creating things, doing things can really help your business, especially when you're doing it on a consistent basis. This could be sales calls. This could be interviews. This could be any kind of content you create for your website. This could be negotiating a deal with your supplier. The point here is that you're doing work When in doubt, just get to work. Don't worry about all the other things that are maybe worrying you or distracting you, Uh, comparing yourself to other people. This is something that really can hone you in and center you by being proactive, getting to work. The second habit that I absolutely love is begin with the end in mind. Always ask yourself the question, what am I trying to accomplish? What does this business look like when it's successful? What am I trying to achieve? What am I trying to deliver to my audience? A lot of us at the start, we get caught up with this idea of, I just want a business on my hands. I just want to be able to make some money and replace my income. And that's good and all. And I can understand that because I've been there. But you need to have the end in mind. You need to have a concept in your head of why you're doing all this. What does the finished product look like? And Covey equates this to actually working on a puzzle. When you're building a business or working on any project, It's like working on a puzzle. You have the picture of the puzzle on the cover of the box, what the finished product looks like. You know what the end result looks like. You have the end in mind and you're building with that in mind. So try to have that in mind to some degree. Obviously, you can't have the perfect picture in your head and you might change things along the way, but you should have some goal, some idea of what you're trying to accomplish that's outside of monetary gain. That's outside of the concept of having a business. What are you trying to achieve? Habit number three is another one that really shook me when I read it the first time. And it's all about put first things first. And this is really a managerial or an organizational skill. This is prioritizing your tasks. Make sure that you're working on the most important things for your business, for your products first. What's going to affect your business the most? Make sure those things are done first. Sometimes we sweat the details too much. You can worry about the details. You can refine later on. But I remember I gave this example that I pulled out of the book Rework and a must-read that we did before. You can't have a hot dog stand without hot dogs. So make sure you have hot dogs in your stand first. Don't worry about the mustard and the ketchup right now. This also deals with solving problems in your business. Covey refers to the concept of triaging. Triaging is a term they use in the ER, in the emergency room. It's prioritizing what's the most urgent need. So if somebody walks into the emergency room with a headache, they shouldn't be treated before somebody who has a severed arm, right? That person is in dire need of help and they're losing blood. So in the ER, they triage. You say, nope, let's take care of the guy with no arm. Let's put his arm back together and we'll worry about the guy with a headache later on. So this is a great chapter on making sure that you focus on the right things first. Guys, I got more on today's must read. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, FreshBooks. Time is one of the most valuable commodities when you're running your own business. That's why each episode of the $100 MBA show is short. We know that entrepreneurs have a ton on their plate and they're always on the go. And friends and sponsor of today's episode, FreshBooks, couldn't agree more. In fact, saving time is one of the main reasons small business owners love them so much. If the thought of finding time for formatting and sending invoices, tracking your tasks and managing expenses makes you cringe, then you need some FreshBooks in your life. With FreshBooks, small business owners spend way less time on paperwork and end up getting paid an average of five days faster. Did you hear that? Getting paid five days faster? That's amazing. Plus, it's super intuitive to use. You'll be creating and sending invoices in minutes, watching expenses practically organize themselves, and probably wondering why you didn't start sooner. Try FreshBooks for free for 30 days, and you'll find out why 97% of customers highly recommend FreshBooks. Just go to FreshBooks.com slash MBA and enter the $100 MBA show in the how did you hear about a section while signing up. You get 30 days for free with FreshBooks at freshbooks.com slash MBA. Guys, there's so many takeaways I want to share with you with this book, but I got to keep it under 10 minutes, guys. So I'm going to share with you one more and then leave you with how this book overall has affected me as an entrepreneur. The last take I want to share with you is his fourth habit that's called think win-win. Genuine feelings for mutual beneficial solutions or agreements in a relationship is really, really important. You need to really genuinely want to help the other person, whether you're negotiating with them or you're giving them a product or service that you offer. Stephen really highlights that you should value and respect people by understanding a win for them. What's a win in their book? If you're negotiating with somebody, what does a win look like for them? If you're selling a product or service to your audience, what does a win look like for your audience? If you can make sure that you fulfill on that win you'll also win. You'll get the sale. You'll make the deal. You'll be able to make sure that you get what you want, but not until they win first. Make sure that they get a win so you get a win. This is so important because a lot of people just think that I'll create a product, I'll put it for sale, I'll offer it. And they're not really thinking how this product can really affect this person's life and make them say, wow, this was great. I'm so happy I bought this. I can't wait to tell everybody about it. You make sure other people are greatly affected by what you offer them. A good example is this book. I'm sharing this book with you because it affected me. Stephen made sure that people that read the book get a win, and therefore now he's getting a win because I'm sharing his work with other people. All right, guys, I want to wrap this up with a general takeaway, a takeaway that I really got after closing this book, after finished reading it. I actually read this book about two and a half times. And what this book really did for me is that it highlighted the fact that In order for me to be successful, to be effective as an entrepreneur, as a business person, as a person in general, I got to have great habits and I got to keep these habits close in mind. You know what they say, out of sight, out of mind. So you got to keep them in mind. Make sure that you have them posted somewhere. Put a little post-it note by your computer. And it reminded me that people that do the right things consistently, they're the ones that win. They're the ones that really have great results in the long run. Guys, if you want to pick up a copy of The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, we put a link in today's show notes to make it easy for you. If you enjoyed today's lesson, if you enjoyed The $100 NBA Show, let us know. Drop us an iTunes rating and review. Nicole and I read every single one of them. It puts a smile on our face when we see reviews from all around the country. It also helps us know what we're doing right so we can continue to add value to the show. If you're on your iPhone right now, just click on the cover art. You'll see a link that says, give us a rating and review. Just click on that link. The rest is a piece of cake. If you're on your browser, just go to 100mba.net slash show. All the instructions are right there. Here's a review from Bear Bear Seuss. Wow, five stars. A very fun and interesting and insightful podcast. Love the format and the style. Thank you so much for that review. And thank you all for listening to The $100 MBA Show. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. Not every business book, not every great book that you're going to read is going to be highly practical. Not everything that you read you can implement right away. Sometimes great books are great at just changing the way you think about things. And Stephen Covey's 7 Habits of Effective People really is one of those books. And in a way, it is the most useful kind of book because it changes the way you do things from that point forward. So keep that in mind. If you're finding a book to be you know useful but it's not extremely practical, don't put it down. It will be of use it will help you in the long run. All right, guys, I hope that helps and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.